Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. With your hosts, Rudolph Muhammad and Yusuf Muhammad. There's a train of coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the dealers coming. Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Lord. The train to Jordan Picking up passengers Coast to coast Open the doors and bore them Peace and blessings, peace and blessings. Welcome to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Wow, it's been a minute, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for your patience, time and circumstances. Had not permit Brother Rudolph, my co-host, and myself, Brother Yusuf Muhammad, to be with you live. So it feels good to be back live and get the band back together. Many thanks to Black Hole Radio, and certainly we encourage all of you to tap into your database and uh, your networking system and let them know that from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock Eastern Time, Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness will give you the latest information as it relates to what has come across our screen in the last week or two or three. Again, uh, for those who do not know, if you're online, you can share with your database that people can call in at 563-999-3089. Again, it's 563-999-3089. 
disaster awareness for community preparedness. And before I get too far ahead of myself, we want to begin all things in the name of Almighty God, Allah, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the architect of the universe and all that is in between. We certainly want to thank him for his merciful intervention in the affairs of men, finding one and raising one in the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, and leaving with us in this dispensation of time their excellent helper, the criterion in human form in the person of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. In those three great yet humble names, I'm honored, brothers and sisters, once again to greet you with the greeting words of peace and paradise. We say it in one of the languages of our ancestors, assalamu alaikum, and for those who are not familiar with that greeting, it simply means peace be unto you in Arabic. Oh, my goodness, how wonderful it is. As it says in the scripture, how pleasant, how good and pleasant it is for brothers and sisters to dwell in unity once again, program, one that wants you to become self-reliant in taking appropriate action in response to any emergency. Disaster awareness for community preparedness. We need you to survive, as the uh, gospel singer Hezekiah Walker would say, or the sister group Mary Mary, they have a song out called Survive. Uh, This program promotes public awareness and engages in public outreach to inform, to educate, and to train all people in how to best prepare for, respond to, and recover from all emergencies. Our objective is to ensure that everyone has a reasonable working knowledge of disaster preparedness and to help you to determine the best choices in any emergency response and to avert danger and to save lives. Our vision here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness is that each individual citizen including every capable man, woman, and child, understand their personal responsibility for the safety of themselves, their family, their neighbors, and the overall well-being of the larger community. Again, we welcome you, and we look forward to engaging with you. Feel free to press 1 on your phone pad and the engineer will bring you into the studio for any questions, comments, or concerns that you may have. Our dear brother, Brother Rudolph, will be with us shortly. As you know, many of us multitask, and one of the reasons why we haven't been with you live in the last two or three weeks, if you will, uh, between him working in the field with uh, COVID patients and me uh, still doing the work of the International Association of Black Professional Firefighters as the former president of the IBPFF. And shout out to the current president, our dear sister, uh, um, Carrie Edwards Clemens out of Flint, Michigan. And certainly, you know, being a uh, chief officer in the fire service in Flint, Michigan, She has her hands full 
let us never forget Flint, Michigan, and what they're still going through in terms of the poison in their water. But she and I were out in Chattanooga, Tennessee last week, paying our respects to the family of former Southeast Regional Director Leroy Norwood, who was also the Director of Logistics at Dillard University for the Dr. Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute. And so um, much love to his family. We thank Almighty God for him and that we cross paths in his service to black people, not only in Chattanooga, Tennessee, but throughout the world. Uh, may God be pleased with Brother Leroy Norwood, his work on earth, and provide his family with the necessary comfort during this time. And much love to the brothers and sisters out in Chattanooga who hosted uh, firefighters from all over the world who attended our brother's uh, funeral services, if you will. So, again, welcome to another week of disaster awareness for community preparedness. We're in uh, the first week of May, year 2021, and in terms of the peculiar weather, you know, they've had more tornadoes in the first week in May than they did uh, last year. Crazy. The hurricane season coming up June 4th. Crazy. Peculiar weather all over. Of course, there's been a campaign for the whole planet, it seems like, to take these vaccines as if you don't have a choice to say yay or nay. It's a heavy campaign, brothers and sisters. And so we personally are not taking it the staff here at Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, not that we're against vaccines, but that the experimental vaccine hasn't been proven yet. And so, you know, our people are uh, challenged with that dilemma, and it's a dilemma because the propaganda campaign is so strong. And, um, you know, whether it is... uh, being allowed to fly on commercial airlines or whether your place of employment is forcing you to take the vaccines is just so much to it and so many different incentives, if you will, that uh, they are offering. Some people said people are being offered money. Some people said people are being offered EBT cards. Some people said people are being offered marijuana, you know, for medicinal purposes, so they say. So this is the time that we're in. There's so many different uh, disasters that are happening worldwide. Shout out to the people in the country of India where the COVID-19 vaccine, the coronavirus is uh, uh, ravishing uh, that country. Uh, But then there's other types of uh, disasters as well. On the financial tip, fake check scams are at an all-time high. Fake check scams at an all-time high. What do you call it? Cybersecurity as well. People hacking into your personal account. There are other, you know, disasters such as uh, police brutality and 
even community brutality. Shout out to Captain Dennis Muhammad of the Peacekeepers Global Initiative, uh, who's been working tirelessly to get to our people the need to have community reform, even more so than police reform. But he's on the case along with others as it relates to that. Shout out, shout out to all those. So let's get right to it as we're at 412 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's see if I can bring up some information relative to uh, what we need to be talking about. I hope everybody is well. Remember, you can press 1 on your star on your uh, phone pad to be brought into the queue. Um, You also can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash black hole radio, hole spelled W-H-O-L-E, radio forward slash D-A for disaster awareness for community preparedness. Again, I'm your co-host, Brother Youssef Muhammad, thanking you for tuning in uh, this afternoon. We thank all of our consistent and constant listeners for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. And we also thank our first-time listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's see here. If I go to old news on my screen, I can pull up the May 2021st Individual and Community Preparedness Newsletter. Prepare for hurricane season in this particular uh, issue. And um, as you know, I'll just read it as it's read. Prepare for hurricanes now. The month of May marks the beginning of the hurricane season in the United States with eastern Pacific hurricane season beginning May 15th and Atlantic and Central Pacific hurricane season beginning June 1st. Regardless of where hurricanes land, they always come with powerful winds, heavy rainfall, and flooding, which can cause significant harm to life and damaged property. If you haven't prepared for hurricane season before, now is the time to get ready and hear some ways to stay ahead of the storm and be better prepared. Of course, be on alert. Those of us who are familiar with the general orders, right, all general orders are in effect. Take charge of this post and all temple property in view. Walk your post in a perfect manner, keeping always on the alert. So be alert. Know the risk in your area. Find out what type of wind and water hazards could occur where you live. You can go to FEMA and download an app to your mobile phone and receive real-time alerts from the National Weather Service to be informed about hurricane watches and warnings. You can sign up for community alerts. Sounds like we have someone coming into the studio. Welcome to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Please state your name and... How may we serve you? Hi, Salam Alaikum. This is Brother Reginald Muhammad. 
Brother Reginald Muhammad, Walaikum Salam, and Ramadan Mubarak, sir. How you doing, How you brother? There, bro? I'm grateful, yes, brother. Sir, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. It's good to hear your voice. For our listening audience, Brother Reginald Muhammad is part of the 10,000 Fearless 13, Inner City 13, there in Austin, Texas. And uh, he has not only boots on the ground, but he has tentacles all over the state of Texas and all over the United States of America, for that matter, the 2,000 by 3,000. Welcome, Brother Reginald. Bring our people up to date on what's going on from your vantage point, sir. I am well, sir. First thing I would like to say is... uh, Ramadan Mubarak, for those who are listening in your listening audience. Um, Ramadan, good like, sir. Yes, sir, brother. So um, right now, you know, at, at the present moment, uh, you know, Brother Rudolph was texting me, and we were going back and forth as far as, you know, getting on the call, and I told him I'd be able to get on the call. But right now, as we speak, we are at the land, and we're doing some cultivation you know, on the land and, you know, cutting grass and cutting down trees and stuff like that, getting prepared for, uh, you know, a big, big conference that's coming up on the 15th, which is next Saturday, 15th, 16th. And uh, we're we're actually going to prepare for an actual disaster preparedness conference where you can get an, an light cert training, an light cert training where you can get trained up and, uh, you know, get some knowledge under your belt for your first-time uh, CERT trainers. And, and for you, for you, for you, those of you who, who got trained and know the training, just knock a little rust off, dust off for yourself, and make sure you're prepared in the, in the season so you won't be uh, treason in this season. Ah, yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we thank Almighty God Allah for you and, your wife and what your team is doing, that CERT team, and brothers and sisters, CERT, C-E-R-T, Community Emergency Response Team, or some people might say Citizen Emergency Response Team. That's right. And so May 15th and 16th there will be a conference. Um, Where specifically will it be, and do you have any particulars, Brother Reginald, in terms of, people making contact if they want to register for it? Yes, sir. Sister Christina has already posted it on Facebook. Uh, if you go to Sister Christina Muhammad's uh, Facebook page, she has it, uh, or my Facebook page, we have it. Mine is, mine is Reggie Muhammad. Hers is Sister Christina Muhammad. We've posted it. She, uh, she also has registration up already as well. Those of us, those of you who are in the uh, listening audience that are traveling from near and far, uh, you, can, you can go on to Facebook, it's Sister Christina Muhammad, and you can actually register. And when you register, you can actually uh, it'll send our uh, message saying who registered and who did not. Uh, but like I said, Brother Yusuf, it's going to be, as, as J.J. would say, it's going to be dynamite. Uh, in the particular area, it's going to be on the land. The land that I'm speaking of right now, it's going to be on the land. 
Uh, we're going to have live training right here on our land. Uh, it, it's 100 acres of just pure beauty, and you will get a chance to do a lot, a lot of stuff that uh, it, it, it pertains to training when it comes to uh, flooding, fires, childbirth, uh, you know, first aid, search and rescue. I mean, you name it, man. We're going to have it all for you here at uh, the Disaster Preparedness uh, Community Ranch, 10,000 Fearless Community Ranch. And you're going to love it, man. You're going to love it. Beautiful. Come on, come on now, Brother Reginald. Come on now. You're going to bring some more energy than that. Let me help you out with that. Let me help you out with that. This is how it's supposed to go. This is how it's supposed to go. All right, listen up. This is what's going down. It's going down in Austin, Texas. Next weekend, the weekend, May 15th and 16th. Be there or be square. Disaster preparedness training for you and the family. Learn to survive. Do what you need to do before you have to do it. How will you know unless you go? You can learn emergency childbirth. You can learn how to stop the bleed. You can learn how to start the fire. You can learn how to chop up wood. You can learn how to pick the right vegetation to eat when you don't have other food so you're not killing yourself and your family. You can learn how to move people in a disaster. You can learn what to do before the flood, during the flood, and after the flood. You will learn how to survive a nuclear, biological, and chemical attack. Come on, family. We are trying to survive. We got COVID-19. It don't make a difference to us because we are survivors. We are the children of the Most High God. So we don't have nothing to worry about, but you must prepare to survive. Before you can prepare, you must be aware. So don't be a square and get there, Brother Yusuf. Well, if you don't know, well, you better ask Brother Rudolph. What oh, well, now about. you know. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That's our brother Rudolph T. Muhammad, our co-host here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. And what a wonderful, what a wonderful advertisement for this upcoming uh, Community Ranch Conference on May 15th and 16th, live cert training with the 10,000 fearless, Brother Reginald and Sister Christina Muhammad. Oh, my goodness. Register, brothers and sisters. Go to that Facebook page and register. Praise be to Allah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, Brother Rudolph, I trust you. went well, brother. He must still be transporting. I apologize. Yes, that is me, and I am in the ambulance. And, yes, as, as we tell them every week, Brother Yusuf, we are live on location. So I'm in between patients right now, so I'm going to put myself on mute so you're going to hear all this background noise from this loud engine. Okay, yes, sir. Well, we thank you, Brother Rudolph, for your ability to multitask. We thank you for your love. And love is based on duty. And so we thank you, brother, for uh, being who you are. And, Brother Reginald, is there anything else 
that's from your vantage point jumping off. I know, uh, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we've gone live because of our particular circumstances, but I can remember not too long ago when that uh, unexpected winter storm came through Texas and caught everybody, for the most part, off guard. And you were helping to save lives with the CERT team there, you also had to manage that land, that 100 acres. So were you able That's to right. uh, get a balance, beloved, you know, as a result of yes, that, sir. that storm? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What we did was is once everything <laughs> once everything uh, thawed out, uh, we went back to the land and got a chance to uh, see what damage that was done, which was done. We had trees. We had 32 trees that were planted. Uh, they all survived. We got a chance to come out and cover them up, but they all survived. Um, but everything is everything is well, and the engine is still moving. But I would just tell you this: the last time we talked, the last time we talked was the winter storm. But I don't know, right. if, uh, you know, what what part of town you're in now, what state you're in now, and what brother Rudolph is. That I believe he's in Detroit. But we had a substantial amount of rain that came through Texas last week. And when I say, brother, when the minister said that be careful and watch the weather, and he said after mm-hmm. this broadcast, watch the weather, when he said mm-hmm. when I get finished with this lecture, watch the weather, well, his word is bond and bond is life, and he's given his life before his word shall fail. The man backs up his message every time he speaks. Brother, we have got a substantial amount of rain here in Texas, which caused heavy, heavy, heavy flooding, not only in Austin, not only in in Round Rock, not only in Pflugerville, which is the surrounding cities, but, of course, in Thrall, in the surrounding cities, LaGrange, Taylor, all of those areas got flooded. So our land got a little bit of flooding as well. But we know, as we speak of it in existence, we know who make rain, hail, snow, and earthquakes. So That's we right. just take it out as it goes, and we just pick up the ball and run with it, brother. Uh, we are, like that's why we're saying we are now out on the land now, cutting down grass, trimming trees, cutting back stuff, because, you know, when it rains and it floods, that water is so heavy that it brings down your, your vegetation. It weighs everything down, so a lot of trees got to get cut. A lot of grass got to get cut, you know, cut back. So that's what we're doing now, cultivating the land to put more vegetables in the land so we can get some production out of the land. Beautiful, beautiful. Cultivate that land, family. That's the only thing the most high is not making more, more land. That's right. Cultivate that land. That's the original profession. Cultivate that land. Turn it over. Turn it over, bringing this new world in. As you talked about the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, I'll quote him that when he said, can't you see what is happening to America? One-third of the American people say they believe the change in the weather is fulfilling biblical prophecy of, quote, unquote, end times. So, America, you must, if you are to survive, You must make a serious change to give America hope for an extension of time and even a future. 
You know, we, we talked about it many different times. And so, brothers and sisters, you can also uh, go to store.finalcall.com and get uh, a DVD entitled Extreme Weather Disaster Preparedness Workshop that took place at one of the Savior's Days, where panelists include researchers in meteorology, climatology, and those in the field of disaster preparedness. The Disaster and Emergency Management Group conducted a workshop that included free health and CPR screening and descriptions of jobs available in the field for the youth. Presenters said the group's mission is to provide the best information and to keep people informed and fully prepared in case of a natural disaster or emergency. And that's what it's about. Uh, brothers and sisters, that we network. You know, it's about uh, partnership, right? Community involvement, community investment, community partnership for community risk reduction. In fact, you know, there was a uh, a question asked of uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as it related to disaster preparedness. I'll look it up in a minute and, and recite it soon, but the point is about networking. You know, if everybody does a little, nobody will have to do a lot. behooves us to tune in to subject matter experts like Brother Reginald Muhammad, his wife, Sister Christina Muhammad, and the 10,000 Fearless Cert team to tap into uh, subject matter experts like Brother Rudolph Muhammad, who has over 30 years in emergency management services, training the trainers, if you will, both locally. Well, you know, he's in Detroit now, but he runs back and forth between New York and Detroit, and he teaches nationally. And so it's incumbent upon us, brothers and sisters, that we network and use the best of those of us who have expertise, who have certification, and who have the love that's based on duty, just willing to want for their brother and sister that which you want for ourselves. And, in fact, in this little book, The Teachings 2.0, the Twitter sayings of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he was asked the question, what would you tell our people they need to do to prepare for disasters in their area? And his answer was, there are disaster preparedness networks that you can access the knowledge of what you should have and store in your houses to be as prepared as you can be. Wow, food storing in your houses. Proper prior planning prevents poor performance, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. So what is it that you're storing in your homes in order to survive if the next storm comes through, whether it's in uh, the summertime or a warm climate area and a winter-like condition comes through or vice versa. You're in a cold, generally speaking, climate, and all of a sudden a heat wave comes through. Do you have any Navy beans stored in your home? What about whole wheat flour? in a cool, dry place. You want to consider vegetables 
in glass jars, brown rice, dry milk. What about sternos as a stove, candles and matches? We're talking about disaster awareness for community preparedness, foods to be stored away, and water, of course. You can't get dehydrated. Boil your water first in glass jars and change once a month. You want to consider having yeast, a kerosene lamp, a glass one preferably, wash and dry towels in packages, extra blankets, mouthwash, vegetable oil by the gallon, honey in glass by the case. You want to consider spices, coffee and tea, stainless steel, enamel, or glass cookware. What about cups, forks, knives, and spoons, plates, paper plates preferably, toothbrushes and toothpaste or powder, baking soda can be used as a deodorant, combs and brushes, trash cans for storing, a first aid kit that's kept up to date, soap, toilet tissues and napkins, plastic bags for disposal, lime for commode, and sanitary napkins. These are just some of the items you want to consider to be stored away. There are many others, but you have to think about what is germane to what you and your family uses. And, of course, those are essential staple foods and supplies and first aid kit, you have to ask yourself, where will I be when disaster strikes? You might be at home. Your spouse might be at work. Your significant other may be someplace socially. The elders may be someplace. The children may be in school. Make sure you know your children, your, uh, the school where your children attend, their evacuation plan or their stay-in-place plan, their emergency management plan. So, so many things are happening, brothers and sisters. Um, Brother Reginald, feel free, beloved, if you would like to add on if I missed anything or what our people should consider in addition to yep. what you'll be sharing uh, at the conference on May 15th and 16th. Yes, sir. I actually just uh, actually posted it again, sharing everybody. Uh, if, like I said, if you go to my Facebook page, Reggie Muhammad, you will see it is an Eventbrite, and it has everything, uh, Disaster Preparedness Conference, May 15, 2021, and it has the date, the time, it has the cover charge, and it's letting you know everything that we're going to be training on. So I want everybody, everybody from your listening audience, everyone that can hear the sound of my voice, register, 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 because you will not regret it. See, one of the things about disaster preparedness conferences is that when, when you get a chance to go to one, you get a chance to get knowledge and insight and foresight that you normally don't have. You get a chance to meet and greet people that you normally don't see, understanding that we are, and I must quote this, we are black-owned. And what does that mean? That means we teach and train people that look like us because we are the most affected when it comes to disasters. So we have to teach and train our people. 
everything that's listed on the actual flyer, everything that's listed on the actual Eventbrite, that's the things that our people are lacking when it comes to a natural or man-made disaster. So we have to teach and train our people, man, because we understand the world right now is, is in shambles. So we have to pick up the ball and run with it. We can't accept, uh, we can't expect FEMA to come and help us. We've seen what happened to Hurricane right. Katrina, Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Ike, Hurricane Rita. We've seen all these events. Now ask yourself this question. Are you paying Red Cross because Red Cross got a name like Red Cross? Are you expecting them to help and come in and help your community? Or are you paying Red Cross because that's just something to do? Well, I'm asking you to log on, because we are going live, log on to Reggie, Reginald, Reggie Muhammad and Facebook Live. Log on to Sister Christina Muhammad, Facebook Live. Log on, because I'm pretty sure black Old radio would be doing a class that uh, I'm going to try to get with Brother Rudolph to see if we can do it. But I want to see if we can do a class live or a show live and make sure people, your listening audience, can, can hear. They might can't see, but they can hear and feel the spirit that's coming from May 15th to May 16th. Because I want, even though they might can't fly down because of COVID, I want, even though they might can't, you know, feel the spirit long distance, but I want them to hear the spirit when it comes to teaching and training our people. All right, well, yes, Brother, Reg, Brother Reginald, you already said it, so that's what it is. You know, that's how we operate. You know, in, in the beginning, he said, uh, coon via coon, B, and it is. Well, the end it is is our engineer is already on the line. The co-host is already on the line. It's already on the calendar, and the finger is ready to hit the button and execute. So next week, next week, Next weekend, next Friday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness will be live coming to you from the land in Austin, Texas. Well, you know, we're going to give this land a name uh, for this show. Well, you know, we're going to call it Genesis Town. Genesis why? Because we're starting over. We're starting all over again, and this time we're going to do it right. Yes. So we will be coming to you live next Friday from the Disaster Preparedness Conference on the land in Austin, Texas. Mark it on your calendar. Mark it on your refrigerator. Mark it on a Tie it on the string and tie it around your finger. Do what you have to do, but know that next week we will be live, and you will hear the workshops as they are actually going on. There will be interviews with people who are teaching the workshops as well as the participants in the workshop. We will have it all, God willing, next week. Yes, sir, Brother Yusuf. Uh, brother, brother Rudolph, Brother Reginald, Brother Yusuf. Uh, Brother Reginald, I'm going to text you my number yes, right now. This is Brother Forrest. Uh, get back with me as soon as possible so we can begin to advertise this. So we can go Friday and Saturday. You can't go Sunday because we have a show on Sunday, but we can do Friday and Saturday with, with Brother Yusuf and Brother uh, Rudolph is willing to, to uh, sacrifice the Saturday. Brother, I am, as, soon as, the show, as soon as the show is over, when you text me your number, as soon as the show is over, I will definitely call you. We can work out all the particulars, brother. All right, sir. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm looking at the Eventbrite uh, 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 advertisement now. High-intensity disaster preparedness. Saturday, 
May 15, 2021, training for the family. You ready, Dale? Come and spend the whole day with the 10,000 fearless first responders training. Camping disaster preparedness, this is the first annual on these grounds. Training with an overnight stay. You can bring your RV, your tent, and definitely bring your family. There'll be food for the mind and food for your stomach. Come ready to learn and have a great time at night as we celebrate family with live music and fun. Temperature and masks are required. Social distance at all times. Come learn with the 10,000 fearless and the Austin Area Urban League classes. Classes offer disaster preparedness one-on-one, search and rescue, self-defense, communication with ham radios, bring your own radio, first aid, dial birth during a disaster, how to grow your own food, how to learn to can your own food, test our relay, and much more. Again, you can go to Brother Reginald Muhammad's Facebook page, Brother Reggie Muhammad, or his wife, Sister Christina Muhammad. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for all that you, your family, and your team does on behalf of the community there in Austin, surrounding areas. I think you mentioned an area called LaGrange. Is that um, where, does it historically have something to do with Juneteenth or something? Do you know? Uh, no, sir, brother. Uh, Bastrop does, and that's, that's the city, that's the major city before LaGrange. So if you hear anything about LaGrange, you hear, you hear Bastrop first, and then you, and then you hear LaGrange. And um, one of the reasons why I mentioned the surrounding cities because the main city, of course, we know it, understand is is Austin, but the surrounding cities is a lot of times get more attraction in these big hub cities. Uh, uh, Bastrop, if we remember, and we can call, and we can recall, Bastrop had the big wildfires in Texas, and that was the biggest wildfire that we ever had in Texas. Which literally, if you want to be specific. It was a mile and a half away from your brother's home. So we had to wow. we had to honor the pleasure to to watch and understand the, 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 the high intensity of evacuees and evacuation out of Bastrop coming into Austin or going to LaGrange. Now LaGrange goes into further back into Smithville, Smithville goes back into Huntsville, Huntsville goes back into Houston. Now if you come back towards us, of course that's Bastrop that's Del Valley, then it's Austin, and so on and so forth. But uh, when that wildfire happened, brother, that was a historical wildfire that, um, you know, it's, it's almost like the one that happened in, in California. They was not expecting it, but a lot of times when you don't maintain or maintenance your land, your land becomes a fuel for your fire. So that's right. what, that's what it's all about. That's one of the reasons why the 10,000 Fearless Community Ranch is out here every single day because if you do not maintain it, when something happens, it gets out of control, and then you can't control it. Yeah, man, God, my God, and you're talking about 100 acres. And the reason why I asked you that question, um, 
a friend of mine, a, a, a fire chief officer, is over a city down there, or, you know, at least the last time I was in contact with him, he was uh, by the name of Eugene Campbell. But then now that I'm talking, I know uh, Chief Joel Baker is the chief in Austin and been the chief, I think, for the last couple of years. So I need to connect you with them as well in terms of the networking. Have you had an opportunity to meet Chief Joel Baker of Austin? No, sir. No, sir. I would love to meet the man. Yes, sir. I would love to meet him. Okay. I, 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 I'll make some calls and let's make that happen so we can, you know, strengthen our network and you can know what he's doing and he can know what you're doing and only only good can come out of it. And then I'll check on uh, Eugene Campbell, too. He, he was in one of the cities, over one of the cities uh, uh, surrounding Austin. I thought it was LaGrange, but I, I'll get the actual facts. But brothers and sisters, I mean, we can't encourage you enough if you're in the area to um, tune in and to register for this uh, community conference. Uh, at the community ranch, and uh, it'll be live, right, and in living color. And um, even with the technology, we're going to try here that disaster awareness for community preparedness to connect uh, what's going on there uh, next weekend. And, um, you know, look forward to it because that's what it's all about, brothers and sisters. It's time to do for self, you know. Or suffer the consequences. It's just that simple, as the most honorable Elijah Muhammad would say. Uh, brothers and sisters, it's 4.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, feel free to press 1 on your phone pad to come into the studio and have conversation with uh, Brother Reginald Muhammad. I don't know what his time is like, but, you know, there's so much going on in terms of disaster and what we can do to prepare and uh, it seems like, Brother Reginald, um, as I know you and Sister Christina and those in your inner circle have always done, you put together a comprehensive curriculum for this uh, preparedness training. And uh, the fact that you say it's high intensity, when we talk about high intensity in the emergency management field, you got to be in good physical shape. You've got to be in good mental shape. And if you're not in good spiritual shape, you'll be around those who will be compelled to try to help you, you know, spiritually get through whatever disaster, whether it's a, um, a mock drill. But, you know, if you, if you uh, how they say, train uh, and practice for war that when wartime comes, you know, it reduces the bleeding. So we thank you and your team, Brother Reginald, for, for what it is that, you know, you're doing, have done, and will do by Almighty God Allah's permission. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. We're honored to come before you every week. We hadn't been with you live in a few weeks, and so we want to thank our engineers for all that they've done and are doing that we could come to you live bringing, bringing you news with views you can use. Trust and believe. So, uh, brothers in Texas, and I hear Brother Rudolph 
So go ahead, Brother Rudolph. The floor is yours, beloved. So, you know, you know, as I was listening to Brother Reggie talk and I was listening to you, you know, I, it, it brought something to my mind. And what it brought to my mind was, okay, you know, yeah, we're talking about the physical side of it, but let's, let's look at the uh, spiritual side of it. You know, it just makes me think back to, and I don't know why this popped into my head, but I was thinking about Noah and the children of Israel and, you know, the plagues that were sent up down upon um, Pharaoh and his people because they refused to let God's people go. Well, I wanted to just throw this out here to the people. Everybody was complaining about Trump when Trump was the president. Well, Trump is gone. But the problem still remains. Trump is gone. Blacks are still being killed by police. Trump is gone. But we still got COVID-19. Trump is long gone. But black people are still unemployed and unemployable. So it lets you know that Trump was not the problem, although the major focus was on Trump at that time. But the system here in America is the problem. And the major problem is the lack of spirituality of us as a people. We have gotten so far away from our God that we're as far from him as east is from west. And so when you read about the children of Israel in the Bible, when you read that story, do you really think that it's talking about a time that happened over 2,000 years ago? Or could it be that that was a prophecy and it was prophesying about the time in which we're living in now? So if that is the case, then this COVID-19 is one of those plagues sent down from heaven. Then that means there's going to be some more. Because how many plagues were there that hit the Egyptians and the uh, 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 and Pharaoh before they decided to let God's people go? Well, just I mean I'm just putting it out there, brother Yusuf. Just some food for thought. That's all. No, brother, that's right and exact. That's why we say on disaster awareness for community preparedness in the form of a question: When did Noah? Build the ark. <laughs> That's right, before the flood. All the more important why we should get prepared. Those of you who used to sing in the church, and you may still sing, you know, way back in the Bible days, Noah told the people that it's going to rain. So when he told them, they paid him no mind. And when he left, the people got left behind. It's going to rain, it's going to rain. You better get ready and bear this in mind. God showed Noah the rainbow sign. It won't be water, but fire next time. And so when you say fire to a firefighter, it puts me in mind of how important it is for us to be properly prepared to come and to help you, if there's a fire in your home, extinguish it. So a few things come to mind. Number one is response time. There's an alarm that goes off to make aware of those in the firehouse that need to respond as we're being dispatched to a particular address. What do we have to do? Rely on our training. Know that alarm means it's a state of emergency. 
And first, the life you save may be your own. So that's right. You got to put on that PPE, personal protective equipment. And since we're talking spiritually, you got to put on the whole armor of God. Yes, sir. The helmet, the shield, the sword, the feet. Right. That's so right. Your dispatch. You got to make sure you get on your apparatus. Whether it's a short truck, an engine, a long truck, affectionately called hook and ladder, you got to make sure you have the proper tools, that the tools are calibrated, that when you get there, they'll work properly. You got to rely on your training. These are the same things that all of you, brothers and sisters, have to do. Not just physically, and learn as much as you can learn as we continue to promote. Uh, the the conference out in Austin, but spiritually too, you got to gird up your loins before right. you're not yes, sheltered in place and you can't get to the supplies that you stored up. You might have to fast. Shout out to the 1.5 to 1.8 billion Muslims around the world who are engaged in Ramadan. The intensity of a fast where you're refraining from that which is natural, whether right. it's eating while the sun is up or having intimacy with your wife or husband while the sun is up, while you're reading a part of the Holy Quran daily, you're increasing your prayers, you're increasing your ability to do for the least of these. What is that doing, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen? That's creating a discipline that you might not have known that you had. Because to refrain from eating here in America, for the most part this year, we're refraining for anywhere from 13 to 14 hours a day. That in and of itself is teaching you a higher level of discipline that you may not have even known that your body could do. Right. But what about those who can't eat at all, that have nothing to eat? That's right. See? And so when you talk about disaster preparedness, Brother Rudolph, on a spiritual level, these are the things that come to my mind, you know, and we're dispatched. We got to hear that alarm, and we got to, like a voice crying out in the wilderness, become alarmed ourselves to let the people know. As Brother Reginald said, how long are we going to wait? Do you really think this thing they calling the American Rescue Plan, what's the impact on our community, this American Rescue Plan? You still relating on a, 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 a relying on a stimulus package? I mean, right. brothers right. and sisters, don't go for the okie doke Just because you hear a large number. $1.9 trillion relief bill. That's what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan called fiat money. It's not based on nothing. The right value, of course, it might be able to get you a couple loaves of bread, a couple gallons of water. Use it to invest in some type of disaster preparedness supplies or you know, the, the basic essentials. Brother Rudolph, what was sister's name we had on the show about a month ago who, who, who gave us a similar list 
And she said you can get more than half of these items at the dollar store. Oh, Sister Sasha. And what a name. Size the meaning every knee must bow and That's every right. tongue must confess. Brothers and sisters, you won't be able to come to Brother Rudolph, Brother Reginald, Brother Forrest, Brother Yusuf, and ask us, well, how come you didn't tell us this was going to happen? No, we're telling you, brothers and sisters, now is the time to gird up our loins. If not us, then who? If not now, then when? You're listening to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness as we're entering the top of the hour. Brother Reginald, feel free to uh, add on to the narrative, beloved, and then Brother Rudolph. Yes, sir, brother. I was, I'm loving the show, man. I'm just, you know, admiring, admiring my peers, man. That you know, sometimes when you, when you own the show and you know you got like-minded peers, sometimes you don't really have to say too much. Sometimes you just like to listen because when like-minded people are on the same page, that means that's driving the point home even more. So that's called a boomerang effect. Is every time I say something, it bounces off of you, and then it bounces off of Rudolph, and then it hits your, your listening audience even harder. So we got to understand that, people, this is what you need to do. You have to train, train, train. Because in each and every major state that's coming up now, see, in Texas, we don't have a lot of climate changes. We have extreme heat. Now, my question for, the, uh, for, those, for those cities around us, what are you going to do when wintertime comes back? What are you going to do as heat heats up? How much water are you drinking per day? All this money that they're leaning out to us via stimulus money, how much of that money are you setting aside for your disaster plan for your not only your homes or your or your brownstone as the minister calls it for your neighborhood right what kind of evacuation plan do you have for your home or for your neighborhood if it gets too hot and you need to get out right these are the things that you have have to start thinking and do you have a place to go to get out have you absolutely have you cultivated any relationships with family members that are outside of your current geographical area, and have you done it, and do you possess the right spirit that someone would even allow you to bring your family into their private space? See, it's a lot that goes on with this. Some of us are just so doggone cantankerous that people don't even want to be bothered with us. And that's something that you have to deal with also, the spirit in which the, or that houses or that you house or that's in you or that you allow to take over you, however you want to look at it, what are you representing? What are you emitting? What kind of energy is, or is around you? What aura are you dealing with? Is it one that's conducive and conductive to, um, for people to 
uh, um, latch on to and to populate? Or are you repelling people because you're just so foul, savage, and disgusting? Hey, look, look, we just keeping it real. We talking about disaster awareness for community preparedness. Before you can prepare, you must be aware. You must be aware that maybe you are not a people person and people just don't want to be around you because you're foul. Well, if that's the case, then you got to work on it. Whatever it is, we all have to work on something. The biggest room in the house is the room for improvement. And anybody that thinks they don't have to approve or that someone has to accept them for the way they are, you're sadly mistaken. I don't know where that came from. Yes, sir. I just threw it out. No, no, that's that's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. But to teach and train on that, to add this into it as well. See, we talk about the main thing right now, which is hitting us so hard, and that's COVID. So now, Brother Rudolph, now that you say that you have a a place that you have to even go to, but what kind of place could you go to at the moment where you have to social distance in the same home? Right. That's right. See? That's right. See, we got to understand that, too, because you can't just go to someone's home and think that you're going to be up front in a living room popping popcorn watching a movie every night. No, there's still social distancing actions that still must take place in a time of COVID. Right. So we got to understand where we are in this process. We are in a process of learning. We are in the process of developing. We are in the process of understanding where we're going to be from day to day because each day, each day is something different. And we understand that because it's all in our scriptures, ladies and gentlemen. It's all in our scriptures. Okay. And for the people, for the people who, okay, say that they're not spiritual people, they don't follow any particular religion, um, they they don't even believe in God. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. We can entertain that. Well, when disaster strikes, where do you think that disaster is coming from? It got to be coming from somewhere. It ain't coming from you. So if you say that there's nature doing what nature does, okay, well, who's nature? What nature are we talking about? See, there's got to be something greater than you you and I in the universe because we were born into a universe that was already here when we got here. So regardless, we're not going to get hung up on the name, but just the idea that there's an entity that is greater than you or I, that is bigger than you and I, that set things in motion. Okay, well, if you just want to say that it's Mother Nature, okay, well, what are you doing? to make yourself amenable, plausible, or acceptable to Mother Nature. Because really, if you look at nature the way it is right now, I liken what's going on in the world now to um, a, a woman that is pregnant with a baby and she's hasn't even gotten to her 30th week of gestation yet and there's already she's already threatening to abort this baby. Uh, the miscarriage is imminent. The womb is trying to expel what's in the womb because of one reason or another, and I'll add the reasons for us is because we've done a poor job 
at maintaining the womb that we're, we're in. We've done a poor job in maintaining the planet. We've done a poor job in maintaining the, uh, uh, the cleanliness of the water, the air, and the food that is on the planet. So the planet itself has begun to abort the life that's on it. Well, an abortion takes time. That it could be staved off But if not Then what So And I just threw that out there again Because it just popped into my head About that But um, the question is So what are we going to do We might, Like you said The more you sweat In peace The less you bleed during war You must train Train, train Every day, because every day something else is happening. Just when you think you got it, everything changes. So you have to constantly be training. You have to be found working right up until the end. And who, since none of us know when the end is, it's incumbent on us to continue training. And because every person has a perspective, nobody has a lock on anything. So everybody can teach something of something that may help someone else gain a portion of knowledge in something that maybe they didn't have earlier. So when all of us get together, as Scripture says, where two or three are together touching and agreeing, I will be in the midst. Well, as the Scripture says it, it's because it's true. So whenever we're found together, we should be sharpening our swords, steel sharpened steel, as the book of Proverbs says. So we don't have time to be arguing and fussing and fighting and frolicking and playing, talking about trivial matters and nonsense. This is the time for us to build. This is the time for us to train. This is the time for us to strategize so that our children and our children's children will have some place that they can call their own. We know that we must separate from this devil that we are up under right now, but separation how? In what way do you see this separation happening? Do you think we're all going to get on a boat and go back to Africa? If we did, the continent would be overpopulated. No, we have to separate from him mentally, separate from him spiritually, separate from him physically in the location that we're in, and especially separate from him economically. If we just took our economics and housed and pooled our resources automatically everybody else would fall into line because we are the number one consumers on the planet. We consume from everybody else, and we help everybody else's economic system to thrive and flourish, but we don't do it for ourselves. And there's something wrong with that. So next Saturday, yes, in Austin, Texas, this is us, as I said, a Genesis project. We are starting over in a little microcosm, a macrocosm of the microcosm. And we're going to fine-tune this thing, and we're going to, as, as the gods that we are, we're going to put our heads together, and we're going to each put out our, uh, 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 what do they call those, our, our theories. We're going to 
throw them together and work them and work them and work them until we have a workable model, a duplicatable model. And then we will present that to the larger body, but it takes those pioneers, it takes those trendsetters, it takes those trailblazers to go out there and do it first in order for the masses to be able to benefit from it. All right, I'm done. No, you're not. You're not done. You're just getting it started. we building, brothers and sisters. Brother Rudolph went from Proverbs to saying he's done. But no, steel does sharpen steel. And if I took you into the book of Psalms, it says, study the ant, O thou sluggard, and become wise. Why study the ant? Because the ant prepares for the summer in the winter and prepares for the winter in the summer. All the need why we need to be a part of this conference next week, May 15th and 16th. And even if you can't be there physically, go to the website of Brother Reggie Muhammad and Sister Christina Muhammad on Facebook, should I say their page, and register the Eventbrite uh, program. Um, why is it important? Brother Rudolph mentioned it. Why must we understand the need to get away? Well, is not COVID enough for you? Is not Big Pharma and their vaccines enough for you? What about big energy, big food, which is really not food. It's food-like product. I remember Brother Rudolph, Dr. Eileen used to say anything that has an ISO bar on it is not really food. Foods like product. What about big technology? Isn't it interesting that the Pfizer vaccine, they're partnering with BioNTech? BioNTech doesn't have a history of vaccine. That's those nanoparticles that's able to track. Well, you know, you do your own research. What about big chemicals? where all of these communities, people are dying as a result of cancer with the grids and the high electrodes going through their neighborhood. This is all the more reason why you should tune into Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, brothers and sisters, because, again, Brother Rudolph said, we're just consumers. Well, how strong is your foundation? Can you survive just as a consumer if you're building you have to have a strong foundation. If you're not saving or investing dollars collectively, uh, collective work and responsibility is one thing, but what about cooperative economics? If you're not That's doing right. that, then you're just a consumer. Brother Rudolph, you know I can't help myself with my poetic license. And I had a poem Come on with it. that I thought. I called us as consumers consuckers. And, 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 and then I asked the question, well, why do you use the word consuckers? Because we're always being kind, sucker. Come on now. <laughs> this, this, this is 2021. We got to wake up. We got to get together. It's about disaster awareness before you can engage in disaster preparedness. It's about community involvement, 
com- community investment, community partnership, and community risk reduction. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Feel free to press 1 on your phone pad and you can come into the studio and uh, speak on that which you've heard thus far, or should you have something pressing on your mind relative to disaster preparedness, please ask us whatever question, and we'll do our best to answer it. And I'm going to get off this uh, economic blueprint for a minute, but as Brother Reginald said earlier, owning land and cultivating it to produce from the earth everything we need to live and become a productive people, then sell the surplus through trade and commerce, which produces an economy and generates wealth. You know, we could, as a people, easily save a nickel a day for seven days, which is 35 cents a week. 35 cents a week times 52 weeks is only $18.20, painless. But if you took that $18.20 times the $16 million that's in the workforce, that would total $291,200,000 a year that you could use to invest rather than being a consumer. But you all remember about 10 years ago the statistics came out where we as black people spend $3.3 billion per year on tobacco. Three billion with a B dollars per year on whiskey, wine, and beer. Two point eight billion dollars per year on non-alcoholic beverages. Three point one billion dollars per year on "quote unquote" leisure time. Three point five billion dollars a year on toys, games, and pets. $19 billion per year on telephone services, $10 billion per year on buying gifts for one another, $13 billion per year on gambling, and $29.3 billion per year on clothing. And after all these things that we spend in the billions, do you know how much we spend on books? We spend $321 million on books. Brothers and sisters, let us follow the moral and guidance of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad to unlearn the behaviors that keep us poor and the merchants of other communities rich. This comes from Muhammad's economic blueprint. You can use whatever economic system you want. But we just share with you what we know is tried, tested, and true if we but understood the need to invest and not become consumers, I mean consumers, alone. Uh, <laughs> so, we got to uh, make this land a better land than the world that uh, we Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on, hold on. Brother, brother you said, I, I, I hear something. Uh, wait, let me turn it up. Let me turn it up. 
Eve of Destruction, Tax Deduction, Singing Inspector Bill Collector, Burn into Mad Ops Population out of here, Suicide, Too Many Bills, Hippies Moving to the Hills, People all over the world shouting into war. And the bad played on. That's it. We living in a ball, ball of confusion, brother. Ball of confusion. Right. While people trying to live on cloud nine with with their oxycotton and their synthetic drugs and their legalized wow. weed and, and and trying to drink the town dry. People want to stay high so they don't have to face the reality of a world that is not conducive for them, but you have to be the change that you want to be. Michael Jackson said, I'm talking to the man in the mirror. I'm t- asking him to change his ways. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. That's real. That's right. That's exact. Brother says synthetics. Don't let synthetic genetics command your soul. I know. Everything we're doing now is automatic push-button remote control, but don't let synthetic genetics command your soul. You got me started, Brother Rudolph. You driving me nuts. Bolts, screws. I've got the blues from program news. Your eyes can't believe that we, the devil's magic with the latest gadget, designed to drive your brain insane while running the same name with running the same game with another another name factories of insanity playing on your vanity as they distort your sense of self telling you what you need and how to succeed as they control all of your wealth behind the scenes schemes spreading the mean machine streams of conquest and world domination from the farthest depths of the universe to the smallest earthly nation. Radar, solar, laser beams, jets, tanks, submarines, megaphone, napalm, H-bomb, gas, all this madness will kill you fast, all products of a mean machine. The devil disguised as a human being. And he will even act as if God is dead. And some of y'all will believe what this devil has said, and he will act as the world's police. And the sun will rise up in the west and set down in the east. And when it came time for the end, the men will look like the women, and the women like the men. And some will dance in a hypnotic trance, as if they have no care, but these are the signs of the changing times that the end was drawing in. For it was prophesied many years past that this world will end in a fiery holocaust and only the righteous will survive the blast. And this devil's machine will bring about his own end. And peace, love, and joy will reign once again. Man will understand man and live in harmony and peace. Once again, the sun will rise up in the east. Brother Rudolph, you need to stop. You're listening to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. I know we can make it. I know that we can. can. I know darn well. Brother, you taking me back now. Man, you're going to make me think about something. You know, 
it, it, it's oh man, brother Yusuf. It, it says, um, man, Tuskegee six two six. Come on now, scientists getting oh. their kicks with brothers you dig are guinea pigs for vicious experiments. We're living in it, brothers and sisters. We're living in it. You know why Just you bring that up? Why you said that, brother? You know what it made me think of? It made me think about, you know, I heard that uh, 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 the head of the FDA said, we do not. Now, I want you all to listen to this. The head of the FDA said this. We do not support or endorse any of these vaccines and will not be bullied into doing it. Now, the head of the FDA made that public declaration. But I remember hearing on the news that the vaccines were approved by the FDA. So who's lying? Somebody's lying. What what, what Ray Charles' mother said, scratch a lie, find a thief? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, uh, the whole world is a part of a um, coup trial where these vaccines are concerned. And the drug companies are getting filthy rich because they're getting billions, not millions, billions of tax dollars to produce these vaccines that the government still has to buy from them to give to the public, and they are exempt from any kind of lawsuits if anything happens to people from taking these vaccines, but they're going to try and mandate them on the public, strong-arm you to take them, and then they want to throw up their hands and say, well, we didn't make you do it. No, but you just set the climate. You just set the parameters that if I don't take it, I can't go to school. If I don't take it, I can't go to work. If I don't take it, I can't earn a living for my family. If I don't take it, I'm I, I, I relegated to just being here because you have me under a quarantine. Well, we're already under a quarantine in this concentration camp called America that we all live in. So, I mean, what difference does it make? You know, we as black people have to understand, man has never told us the truth from the time we've hit the shores of this country. Why do you think he's telling you the truth now? He want to give you a joint to take his vaccine. He want to pay you $50 to take his vaccine. Well, I even heard some Native Americans endorsing the uh, uh, the vaccines, and that really blew my mind that Native, that the first family would do it knowing that the white man speaks with forked tongue. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know, Brother Yusuf. Yeah, no, that's funny, but it's real. What's happening now in terms of the the political scene, you know, the minister said, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan told us back in 2015, when Satan cast out Satan, how then can his kingdom stand? So when... The 45th president was in office. CNN, that's all they focused on. He was a madman. He could do no right. But now that we have a new president, now Fox News saying, 
everything that he's doing is suspect. And so I'm not really one to come out with with reporting something that comes out of Fox News, but it is, I just, you know, listen to the statistics, and then you'll know why I'm sharing it. You may or may not know, brothers and sisters, there's something called VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, which is an acronym for the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Again, that's the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, otherwise known as VAERS, V-A-E-R-S. And so on one news program last night, it was talking about that, and it shows that 3,362 Americans or 30 people a day have died from the COVID vaccine between December 2020 and last month. According to this correspondent, he says more people, according to theirs, have died after getting the shot in four months during a single vaccination campaign than from all other vaccines combined over more than a decade and a half. The number of deaths is likely much higher than what VAERS is reporting, said this correspondent, citing reports submitted to the Department of Health and Human Services in 2010 that found fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are reported by the Bears system. This uh, reporter also went on to say that the of all of the MENVEO, M-E-N-V-E-O vaccines given to prevent bacteria meningitis, only one person died from the vaccine between 2010 and 2015. In 1976, 45 million Americans were vaccinated for H1N1. A total of 53 people died from the vaccine. The U.S. government halted the vaccination program because authorities decided it was too risky. COVID vaccines have contributed to 1,000 hospitalizations in the U.S., according to theirs. And so, again, we're not just reciting some poetry from the last poets or Gil Scott Heron or uh, uh, the Pointer Sisters. This is real talk in real time. By the time surely man is in loss, except those who believe and do good and enjoying one another to truth and enjoying one another to patience, but brothers and sisters, we're telling you, you got to heed the call and hearken unto the voice of the Lord for no, those who know better because this propaganda campaign is putting a squeeze on our people, as Brother Rudolph just identified, you know, in terms of employment, identified in terms of travel, identified in terms of whatever else they come up with, in terms of incentives. What are they calling it? 
the American Rescue Plan. Yeah, okay. We're offering you money. We're offering you weed. We're offering you EBT cards. Don't go for the okie doke. Please don't go for the okie doke. Because in this context, Flavor Flav might be right. The 911. Is a joke in your town. Huh? Yeah. I'm telling you. Brothers and sisters, we're entering into the last half hour of this week's program of disaster awareness for community preparedness. Feel free to press one on your phone pad, and you can talk to us about COVID-19, the uh, crisis in terms of the vaccine, the impact on the American Rescue Plan. If that be your uh, uh, purview, your cup of tea, if you will, what about the tornado season? That's going on right now. The hurricane season that's right upon us. Are we prepared? What about the increase in cybersecurity? Fake check scams. What about the rise in brutality and community reform? All the more reason why we have to train ourselves and as what's happening next Saturday on May 15th and 16th, the conference at the Community Ranch, over 100 acres by the inner city CERT team, the training by Brother Reggie Muhammad and Sister Christina Muhammad. Go to their Facebook page and register to learn, you know, we say ask questions and learn all about yourself. Well, go there and ask questions and learn all about yourself, what you need to do. My biological father used to say, the life you save may be your own. And my mother used to say, to teach is to touch a life forever. And that's what they're trying to do out there in Austin, Texas, to touch a life forever by teaching you the curriculum that they've established for you by helping you understand the life you save may be your own. Brother Reginald, if you're still on, brother, feel free to engage, sir. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's multitasking as we all times do. But go right ahead, brother Bruno. Yeah, no, I think he may have dropped off. He may have had to go to work. Because uh, he works evenings now, like I do. You know, um, we, you were reading those COVID um, statistics. You know, I kept it, I worked in the emergency room in one of the uh, trauma centers here in, I'm not going to say their name, um, but I'm just, I'm going to say it this way. Um, don't believe the hype, family. Uh, one out of every three patients that come into my emergency room are coming in with COVID, COVID death. COVID-19 symptoms, and two out of every three people are testing positive for the COVID-19 virus, and the strange thing about them, we have to ask this question. Listen to this question. Have you had any of the vaccines for the COVID-19? Two out of three people are saying, yes, they've either had one shot or they've recently had the second shot. They're positive. 
So what the people are saying to try and um, color this or throw shade on it is, oh, well, you were probably positive before you took the uh, vaccine. Okay, well, let's look at this now. If they were positive before they took the vaccine and they took the vaccine, then what guarantees are you given with for this vaccine? They're not given any guarantees because they're saying they don't know whether the vaccine will stop you from getting it or whether it will lessen the symptoms or if uh, how long it's going to last, if you're going to need a booster shower. All right, so if they're not giving you any guarantees about the vaccine, why are you taking it? See, there's a guarantee about not getting the vaccine. The guarantee about not getting the vaccine, you're guaranteed that if you don't take the vaccine, you won't be subject to its side effects. That's a guarantee. That's a fact, Jack. You can't refuse that. Well, I may catch COVID-19 if I don't take the vaccine. Well, if you social distance like you're supposed to, if you are doing proper hand washing like you're supposed to, if you wear your mask like you're supposed to, if you stay out of crowds like you're supposed to, how do you think you're going to catch the COVID-19 vaccine? And if what they're saying is true about how the COVID-19 vaccine is transmitted. See, everything always goes back to if they, who is the they? They are the people who are spinning the news, making the news, telling the news, exploiting the people, and doing whatever it is they want to do. The they is not us. The they is not you. The they is not me, and the they is not we. The they is they. And so they change the storyline every day. They change the rules of engagement every day. They do what they want to do, say what they want to say, and change up, uh, you know, like the weather in Michigan. So how can you be so certain that they're telling the truth about the vaccine? I'm just, you know... I'm just putting this stuff out there to people. Um, Take it or let it alone. You know, when have white people ever been straight up honest with black people? When have they honestly, sincerely gave a damn about you or my uh, 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 well-being? When have they done anything, made any decisions that was solely based on making my life better or my quality of life better here in America. <clears throat> in my short 58 years on the planet, I don't know of any time. And judging from the history that I do know of my people and the history of our sojourn here in America, in my father's time, in my grandfather's time, and his father's time, it hasn't happened. So why would I think that they would give a damn about whether I live or die there? I'm just asking the question, people. I'm just asking the question. But, you know, there was a song he said, you know, at your own risk. Yeah, you take that vaccine at your own risk because you can't even sue if something happens to you. You can't sue if it 
kills your auntie, your grandmother. Your they have made the uh, vaccine companies immune. Uh, does anyone know anybody who's died of the COVID-19 vaccine and who's gotten double indemnity on their insurance policy? I'll wait. Are the insurance policies even paying out with a diagnosis of COVID-19? Or have they arranged it where now that um, diagnosis is like that clause, an act of God? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was just asking, Brother Yusuf. I was just asking. I'm done. No, these are very simple but heavy questions you're posing to the listening audience, Brother Rudolph. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought similar thoughts. And I'm sure that people that are listening better have thought similar thoughts. And so you're not getting this on mainstream media, you know, and even social media, you know, the powers that be who control those vehicles by which communication comes through. They're taking people off, not letting their voice be heard. Is that the First Amendment, the, the, the ability to free speech? And <laughs> so if that, if that was the case, why take the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan off of the various uh, vehicles by which to communicate? So I'm glad you raised those questions. And I pray that our listening audience really ponders, really reflects, really tries to understand what appears to some as simple questions, but because the propaganda of the mainstream media is so strong, they almost sound like questions like, what, 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 what is he talking about? I believe he has a point, but that's just how strong the propaganda is. Brothers and sisters, I was watching something with my family members the other night. I don't even know the name of the program because every commercial was a pharmaceutical drug commercial. Every one. And you say, all right, come on, Brother Yusuf, not every one. Okay, 90%, and the other percent was <laughs> fast food commercials, right? And so... Same thing, for those of us who understand, same, same. Propaganda is my point. Not to mention the people, and I don't have anything against human beings loving one another, but it's propaganda that you see on TV, on these commercials now, the interracial relationships. Oh, man, brother, you said. I don't have anything against people who classify themselves as homosexuals, but... It's at an all-time high, and for the most part, they're promoting black people kissing each other, man on man. As you ask that simple but deep question, Brother Rudolph, that's, that's, that's just the same thing. What, what, what productive nation? In fact, you can't be productive. You can't produce yourself if you're engaged in the same sex. That's against the law of nature to each his own but all the more reason that it bears witness to 
scripture says, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. Come out of her, my people. Be not partakers of her sins and her plagues. Come out of her, my people. For her sins have reached up to heaven. And as you said, uh, Brother Rudolph, earlier, whether it's the nine plagues in one scripture or the ten plagues in the other, you know, this, 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 this COVID-19 coronavirus, can easily, 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 pardon me, be shaped as a pestilence. What comes after pestilence? Famine. It's right around the corner. All you got to do is turn on your TV and watch international news and see what's going on in Africa and Asia. People without food. People ravaged by this pestilence. That's right. It's in there somewhere. The book of Matthew 24, wars and rumors of war. Huh? Earthquakes in diverse places, but these are just the beginning of sorrow. We're in it, brothers and sisters. If you don't know, well, now you know. That's why we say tune in to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness every week. And even if we can't be here live, we'll put on an archive show information for you to begin to put your uh, get your information so that you can get your supply kit ready, started, so you can have your plan started, getting ready, so you can reassess your plan and your supply kit for not only where you live, but have one in your car. If you're not working from home, have one at your place of employment. We don't know when disaster is going to strike, and if the truth be told, it's happening as we speak right now. You may be in the confines of your home, but we don't control the the grid. Your power goes out, then what? I'm looking at the Weather Channel now, and they're talking about in the month of May, you still may have winter up there in Michigan, Brother Rudolph. You see? Oh. <laughs> you can throw that old axiom out. April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> and in Michigan, it's wintertime. Bear witness, Brother Rudolph. Brother, please. <laughs> still got my goose out. Still got my North Face out. <laughs> Just last week, it was down in the 20s, 20s and 30s. And then this week it's in the 60s, and tomorrow it may be may be back down in the 20s and 30s again. This is Michigan, where if you don't like the weather, just hang on; it's going to change. Every 15 minutes, the weather changes here. They, we just had a torrential downpour, brother. A torrential downpour. I mean, I don't know how much water fell in a space of 30 minutes, but. Some places are flooded now. Some roads are flooded. And now the sun is shining again. And it's funny because before you came on, Brother Reginald bore witness to the same type of torrential downpour in Texas. And I just saw where a brother here right in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, he said, you don't even know how to dress for this weather. Whether it, you don't know if it's winter or summer. Right. This morning it was 30 degrees. Now it's close to 70, 80 degrees, and it's going to drop to 30 
as soon as the sun drops. So, yeah, we're living in peculiar times, brothers and sisters, all the more reason why disaster awareness for community preparedness should be a priority on your list. We know food, clothing, and shelter. We understand the essentials. We know living in America and being tempted by all kinds of luxuries of things, of material things where, you know, back to the spiritual peace, luxury is really peace of mind and contentment of heart. The money, the good homes, and the friendships of all walks of life, that's a great thing. If you tapped into the all-wise, true, and living God and you, you know, make your expression a reflection of that, make your character a reflection of that, then that's a blessing if you have that. But you want to have luxury first, peace of mind and contentment of heart. Because if you don't have that now, when disaster really strikes, when 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 calamities really start turning up, you know, it's really going to be difficult, not just for yourself. Most of us are connected to families, whether it's spouses, children, grandchildren, and everybody will be impacted by it if you're right. not doing the best you can to prepare. Brother Rudolph? Yes, sir. Now, you're right, Brother Yusuf, and that's why it's so incumbent on and now this message is for the men. The men. I don't care what perspective you're talking about, but I'm talking about the men, the males, those that are supposed to be the heads of households, those that are supposed to be the security blankets for their families, those that are supposed to be the ones that are setting the example for their children. What are you doing, brothers? What lessons are you teaching or fortifying in the minds of your children by your actions? Are you out here doing what's necessary in order to bring in the resources necessary to secure and stabilize your family? Are you or, or are you dwindling the day away, standing on the corner with other like-minded brothers, giving the bodega free security, trying to get as high as the clouds, and making it so that you're not a productive part of any community, what are you doing? How are you helping economics of your household? How are you ensuring that your household, your personal community, is prepared, preparing, or being taken care of? See, we talked a lot about the COVID-19. We talked a lot about all of that stuff. But I want to bring it right back now personal because whenever you point one finger out, there's three more coming right back at you. So what are you doing? And when I say to you, I'm not talking to any one individual because I'm included in that you. 
Brother Yusuf is included in that you. Brother Forrest is included in that you. Because we don't separate ourselves from the masses. We are of the masses. And that's why we can speak the way we do, because we understand what you're going through. But rather than the blame game, rather than the pity party, we're trying to give common sense, usable information and make available resources that can help each of us out, no matter where we may be. Because no matter what geographic location we're in, if we have black skin in this country, we're going through the same thing. It may be to a different degree. Some may be feeling it a little more than others, but you are not exempt. I wouldn't care if you're a black millionaire. You're still going to go through the same thing that I'm going through at some point or another because there's going to be someone out there, as Jay-Z song said, (laughs) uh, you know, I'm not going to say the word, but rich in, poor in, house in, feel in, still in. (laughs) Yeah, brother, that's real. That's real. Thanks for lifting the black man up, brother, in this day and time, in this dispensation of time. As Brother Rudolph said, brother, we're not speaking to you. We're speaking with each other about us, brother. We have children. We have sons. That next generation. A lot of the youth are talking about generational wealth. Yeah, well, what does that mean? Do you have the truth, the right currency in order to take the next generation, or are you just talking finances, right? And so it's all right. You can play the game you play, the figment of some man's imagination that when the arrow is up, so is your account. But when the arrow goes down, you got to make sure your mentality and your character is not connected to that arrow if it's pointing That's right. That's right. So, you know, when you talk about generational wealth, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you're able to accrue the dividends that you want, whether it's six figures, seven figures, or beyond. But if you give it to a younger person who doesn't know how to manage it, who doesn't value it, then, you know, it goes down the drain. So there's a struggle for balance as we're taught in study guide number four, I believe it is. And we all need to understand that, whether it's monetarily, whether it's mentally, physically, spiritually, because these are real dark times, brothers and sisters, real dark times. And whether it's above board, what we talked about with this quote-unquote American rescue plan, stimulus package, incentive, or whether it's more covert. These are some dark hours, brothers and sisters. And again, we believe our job is to let you know that you'll never be able to come back to us to ask us, well, or tell us. In fact, well, Brother Rudolph and Brother Yusuf, how come you didn't tell us this was going to go down? Well, we're not smart enough to speak on our behalf, but we do know who the all-wise, true, and living God is and who's the best knower amongst us. And he's been proven to be tried, 
tested and true. And that's the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Whether you believe it or not, you can uh, study his words and his body of works in terms of his words are matchless, incomparable. But even beyond his words, examine his works, what he's been able to do by God's grace and mercy in the presence of enemies. You see? Ha, state of emergency, never seen such urgency. Welcome to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Please state your name and how may we serve you. I am a sister of Juba George from Raleigh, North Carolina. Ramadan Mubarak family. Oh, Ramadan Kareem, sister Juba, good to hear your it's voices. Good to hear your voices. I uh, I just want to say that I am feeling very grateful for the knowledge because of listening to the program. I am constantly reminded of things that I need to do. So I'm grateful for the source of information. I just want to recommend that people go back and um, if you're able to listen to Dr. Aline from this Tuesday, I don't know if you can still get it or not. Uh, this, this Tuesday, uh, Dr. Aline and last Sunday's lecture, very powerful, very powerful, a lot to think about in terms of what's going on and what has gone on by humankind to us. So um, I want to just make that recommendation. And I also want to say quickly that um, the children this morning <laughs> on the prayer line were so beautiful. They read. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. They really were. And I, and I, you know, my, my hat goes off to the parents because I know they had to work hard to help them do as well as they did. So thank you, brothers, for what you do. And I pray Allah will continue to bless you and your families. Thank you, Sister Juba. I thank Juba. you, Sister Juba. Salam alaykum, continue to bless you. Wa alaykum salam, ma'am, and Ramadan Kareem to you and your yes. family. Thank you for bringing that up, sharing that, um, brothers and sisters, Dr. Aleem's uh, program is called the Immunity Project. If you go to Immunity Project, you may be able to pull up that archive. And um, Last Sunday's lecture, uh, that was uh, hmm, brother's name is on tip of my tongue. Sister Juba, you remember his name? Brother, student minister Abdul, I believe. It was Abdul? That's it. Yes. yes I understand yes, he's, yes. One yes, sir, brother, he's one of the greatest fishermen out there. Yeah, well, yeah, he's also an educator, as you know, Sister Juba, and you being an educator. Well, let me ask you while we have you, my dear sister. We're at the end of our program, but what is it as an educator uh, we should be considering in terms of uh, 
parents. You mentioned uh, how important parents are mm-hmm. to their children mm-hmm. in terms of the educational process. In closing, could you share something with our listening audience that may be advantageous uh, for them? Well, all praise is due to Allah. I think one of the most important things that we need to give to our children is the truth of our history and also the power and all of what we have done in our history. And I think that knowing who we are is an empowering cover to help us move forward with confidence, grace, knowledge, wisdom. Get back to that history. I say history, her story, your story, and our story. Let me tell it like it is. So go and search that history so that we can come back and claim our story. That's what I have to say. All praise is due to Allah. All praise is due to Allah. Thank you, Sister Juba, for, you know, sharing that and telling it like it is. You tell she's a New Yorker, even though she's in the Carolinas, <laughs> that's that old Bill Noble, like it is on Sunday afternoon. Bill Noble, that's right. That's, that's right. That's the great, late, that's... great Gil Noble. We know. Praise God. Thank you, Sister Juba. May Allah continue to bless you and your family, and thank you. Go right ahead. And likewise to you both. Thank you. Yes, we thank you for your support. That's one of our greatest supporters, the Juba. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Brother Rudolph, we made it. It's been a minute since we've been on live. Yes, sir. You know, I don't want to go. I don't want to go, bro. Uh, <laughs> what the song said? I don't want to go, but I can't stay here no more. Go ahead, man. See, you taking it back <laughs> like four flats in a Cadillac. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what, brothers and sisters, even though Brother Rudolph doesn't want to go and he speaks for me as well, we have to be respectful of the time, and it's been What's a great time? pleasure to serve you as co hosts this week on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, not only this week, but every week we get the opportunity. We want to thank Black Hole Radio and their staff for giving us this opportunity and doing what they do from a technical and tactical point of view. May God continue to bless you, Brother Forrest, and your family. And for our listening audience, we wouldn't be here if it were not for you and God's grace and mercy. So we thank you and we encourage you to share with your database, you know, the importance of this program. And Lord willing, inshallah, we will meet next week, next Friday from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. We promise to, as best we can, connect with Brother Reginald and Sister Christina and the inner city uh, CERT team, emergency response team, to try to tune in to what they're doing next week down there. Oh, the I'll, be live. Of there, I'll be live. I'll be live. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, as you said earlier, kum fire kum. Be. And it is. I'm going to have you have the last word, Brother Rudolph. Thank you, family. 
for allowing me to serve you in this capacity as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum, Ramadan Mubarak. Wa alaikum salam, Ramadan Kareem. Yes, family. Uh, oh, yeah, it's that time. It's that. Looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. So I'm going to make this quick. Yeah, next week, if it be the will of Allah, we will be coming live to you from Austin, Texas, from the property. Yes, and we will be doing the disaster awareness for community preparedness uh, workshop um, for the, with the 10,000 fearless, Sister Christina and Brother Reginald, um, heading it up in the southwest region. Yes, so all roads lead there. Yes, but we want you to, uh, um, you know, stay alert, stay up, stay informed, stay inspired. Don't watch too much of the news because it's going to bring you down. Watch just enough to get the lay of the land and get the information necessary and then turn that thing off and do something that will be positive for you and your family. All right? Keep your distance. Keep your uh, hygiene up. Keep your mask on. Don't believe the hype. And if it be the will of Allah, we will talk again next Friday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, Brother Forrest, and your family engineering the show. Of course, thank my wonderful, capable co-host, Brother Yusuf, and bless you and your family. And, of course, Brother Reginald. Be safe out there doing what you're
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Jumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.